did you only read about it? Which I don't find credible. And now we're recording. We should start. We should restart the conversation from like ten minutes ago. Oh, Ian's so a racist. Was, that, yeah, it would have been good cold open. That's that's not what the conversation. Was. I'm pretty Ryan. Do you remember us talking about Ian being? A Oh, uh, maybe a piece of advice I did get was that we need to make sure we introduce ourselves every episode. Oh, word. Hello. Yeah, you, you seem to be taking charge of the of. Go, Whoa. go for it. Go well, ahead. He, he had the headphones on, so I thought that. Uh, I, sorry, I just I do that throughout the episode. Checking. He does oh, it yeah. pretty okay. consistent. Is this the first yeah. time you've noticed? Well, I, I don't. I'm just paranoid. I thought that maybe he had paused it. Maybe we were we were. Uh, no, I, I'm just paranoid that despite setting everything up the same each time, I think it's just all that it like shut off in the middle. Ah, that would suck. Yeah, that's like whenever I travel I mean, anywhere, I'm always afraid that it's like some deep conspiracy and I'm in yeah. the complete wrong place until I get there. <laughs> the Rothschilds adding that weird electrical buzz to it's always episode the four. <laughs> it is always the Rothschilds. Well, anyway, uh, welcome to Justapod episode oh. seven. Uh, yes. Yeah, is it? Blind it spot. Blind spot. I can't see second. The first, I mean, we should talk about some current events, shouldn't we? And what kind of current events are well, we going to get into? All right, well, South Carolina boys know this one. Uh, well, Alex Murdoch just got uh, convicted of murder. I mean, with a last name like Murda, like Murda. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing monologues? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought about it. That's the only one I came up with. Wait, no, hey, you know hey, what? One for no, one. That, that was really good. Yeah. Uh, hey, really wait, like can we get a? Yeah. yeah we definitely want. Yeah. Uh, I want. I want this podcast to get the comedy tag. Oh. So we yeah. pop up in searches more. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is okay. this not serious business to you? Someone, Ryan. Someone's oh. dead. Okay. Someone died here. Hold on. Are we making fun of this mm. dead guy? Is that? Is well, that you didn't say doing? guy yet. I mean, oh, well, oh, right. It could be a girl because mm-hmm. Alex is. Uh, I don't think so. Well, hey, it's a. I don't think know, Alex a, could be a girl's go, name. By the way, uh, my name is Alex Zimmerman. I've uh, met. Are you guys introduced yeah. to the pod? Well, so yeah, we'll introduce ourselves every episode now. Um, I'm Ryan Tant. I'm well, Ian we do Mobs. need to do that. We do need I mean, to introduce because, ourselves. like, you we always have because to assume that an episode could be someone's first episode. That's kind of what I. I mean, since the episodes do get better each time, that's kind of what I hope. Yeah, maybe. Uh, if this is but your also first that's episode, weird. Welcome. What to introduce yourselves? No, no, like the start in like the middle. I mean, just if it pops up in someone's feed, you know. My first yeah. Chapo wasn't Chapo episode one. Yeah, but that's like that's current events. Uh, hello. Yes. We yeah, can well, be hey, well, yeah, well, we yeah, I mean, I'm being told. Yeah, I mean, see, if you're starting, like, if you're starting now, you're starting at the right place because this is when the current events start. Well, and this you is. You want to keep up with current. I events, think more so. than that. I think this is where the. Real is. Yeah, for the fifth time this season. <laughs> this is where the real show begins, folks. Just the pod, worry, justified. And- there's like six more. The first. The episode of the real shows coming, because <laughs> uh, then there's the real show beginning in episode in season two. Yeah, and then there's the say, real there's show six in season one. Well, and there's one in each season. Well, there's the real show beginning at the end oh, of season four when Raylan really <laughs> pulls all the stops out. 
Uh, but we'll get up there. up to nine real shows at this point. All, all in Justified. Yeah, Justified's a real bang for your buck. Yeah, because yeah, there's wow. so many different real uh, shows. It starts so many times. I wonder when the real show begins. Oh, dude, we won't even... City, we're not even going to get there yet. Wow. City Primeval, the real show hasn't even begun. Oh, man. Blind be... Spot. Blind Spot. Episode 7. I can't see it. <laughs> you, you guys finish your, introducing your yourselves? Yeah, I said, I'm, I'm Ian Mobs. My name... Hi. Hey guys. Hey guys. My name is Ian Mobs. I'm finished introducing myself. Are you happy? I mean, I guess. I already know who you are. I guess, yeah, I guess I'll elaborate a bit. I'm Ryan Tant, producer at Tant Media. Um, young hustler trying to bustle. And I am really tired. Hi, really tired. <laughs> Uh, my name is Az Alex Zerman, and uh, welcome back to Justified. Justified. This episode, Raylan's kind of brash, you know. He's a little, he's a little out there. He, he's he's getting hunted. But this uh, is a very weak Raylan episode. He, I mean, you know, gets well, a lot of screen time and some work done. I I think I think it is. Uh, I think Raylan is weak in this episode. But I think that it's a pretty good episode for characterizing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's, he's I was going to say, he's a wreck through this episode. Sure, That's... but like, I don't think it was like, uh, I think it was episode four where the episode didn't do much to like talk about Raylan or like address Raylan very much. Uh, and I think this episode didn't have that. He's so sad that the episode isn't going his way exclusively 100% of the time. This is a and big... He, he, like, he just can't believe it. This is a big Raylan's a piss baby episode. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And he, and he just a huge baby the whole time. Yeah, it really breaks oh, down how uh, Raylan gets things wrong. Do we have the director or writer on this episode? I'll pull up the credits. Right, did we get a did no. we get a Michael dinner? I don't. We're, well, we're on the dinner check, but I don't think yeah, it's him. Let, let's see what's on the menu. Yeah, what's what's on the menu? Well, on the menu today, first of all, is a fantastic episode of Justified. Oh, Folks, yeah. it was really good. This is a great episode. This is one of the best paced episodes, really. Like, feels like a tight 20 minutes. Real tight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hulu of, ads dude, don't make it feel like that. A lot of lore about Harlan. A lot of character development on Raylan's part. Um, you know, mm -hmm. him being a piss baby. Uh, we get to see the the sheriff of Harlan. Uh, you know, yeah, Sheriff some, Hunter. Get into some stuff. A Deadwood alum. Sorry, is he the sheriff or does he work for the department? No, he's the sheriff. Okay. We get a lot of Deadwood characters uh, in this. We get Three the preacher, we get the sheriff. And, and of course, Oliphant. Um, and Oliphant so right. this episode was directed by Michael <laughs> Watkins. Uh, not Michael Dinner, but another uh, another big Mike. Okay. Oh, Main writer credit on this episode is Wendy Calhoun. Shout out to Wendy Calhoun for one of uh, a, a very strong episode in the dialogue department. Uh, the episode is structured really well. Uh, it's all good stuff. Yeah, best examples of getting a lot done character-wise with as few words as possible. Uh, I thought this. I thought uh, Nick Searcy got some really great lines. Yeah, uh, the, the exchange between Raylan and he looked Art. really pissed. He, yeah, he, he did. was like genuinely pissed at Raylan. And it um, was, it was we're so not going to be like. Yelling is good acting, people, but he was doing some good pained yelling. Mm -hmm. 
Braylon. So to go back to the Deadwood cast, we have Ray McKinnon as Mr. Duke, hitman extraordinaire, who is writing a book. Uh, we also have, where is he? Uh, apparently, is Tim in this episode? Mr. No. Duke is a legendary justified name. Yes, Mr. Duke is a <laughs> and great that he's justified writing a, name. A book about being a hitman. Ah. And then Brent Sexton is Sheriff Hunter Mosley, uh, which both of those are great justified names. Brent Sexton. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, huh. Brent Sexton. Yes, please. No thanks. Fuck. I cannot believe you. I think he would be a shitty lay based on what we see <laughs> of him. Sure. Yeah, fair well, enough. Well, I think that's Ian's yeah. objection. Um, Not that it's a guy, but that it'd be a you know, gross guy to have sex with. Uh, I just wouldn't have sex with this guy. So, episode seven of season one is Blind Spot, and this episode follows uh, Raylan's quest to figure out who this hitman is, who's after him, and what exactly is going on here. We get Raylan and Ava banging out the dynamics of their relationship once more. We get Winona and Ava becoming woke to each other's presences and their roles in Raylan's life. Uh, we get Art and the conflict that's been building between Art and Raylan finally starts to bubble. The Boyd-Raylan evangelical Joker dynamic continues to be hammered out. And Raylan finally gets a dose of awareness and his un finally begins to develop the way or an understanding of the waves he's made in Harlan's criminal empire as this episode fully submerses us into the criminal underworld of Harlan by bringing Bo Crowder onto screen. It's bow time. He's getting out of prison soon. Folks, he's about to be, be let loose and the real show is about to begin just as we find out that it wasn't Bo who ordered this hit, but it was the Miami Mafia once again on Raylan's case. Overall, still suffering for Tommy Bucks. Still suffering for Tommy Bucks. People won't let it go. They won't right. let it go, folks. The AUSA, uh, Miami. Come on. Come on. Nobody liked him anyway. He pulled first. Raylan tried. It was justified. Justified. So let's go back to the top. Raylan will never be, uh, will never leave Tommy Bucks behind him. Like, he's constantly. I mean, he, he really to wants to. Yeah, yeah. But well, I mean, he was always like, well, that was a cool shot. But everybody we meet, like, he's like, oh, hey, you're the guy who shot Tommy Bucks on the rooftop in Miami. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was me. It keeps happening. This is supreme bullshit. So, this episode opens. Creepy Mike. Creepy Mike. Uh, what? In the hardware store. Oh. Wait, who's Mike? The, the uh, hardware store. Guy. Yeah, the, yeah, that guy. The guy who owns it? Yeah. yeah I don't think shopping. Mike is creepy. He, he's is. telling Ava to, like... Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, he got, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. A little perv. Uh, he gets a little perv. In, well, Ava is going to the store. Uh, she's looking you're for a tape. Creep apologist. <laughs> Can you please refrain from accusing me of being so- Well, I guess I did open the show by calling you a Creep revisionist might be more accurate. Well, I I, I am yeah, not okay, defending creep Mike's creepiness. I forgot about it, alright? 
Yeah, and that makes you a creep revisionist. Yeah, unintentional revisionism. It's not what revisionism is. Mm. You forgot. I. That's okay, my. That's not what revisionism is. Gotcha. Is. Oh, gotcha. No, you didn't. Oh, no, I got it. It's still not what revisionism. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> creepy Mike. Ava's at the store, and creepy Mike, the hardware store owner. She's just looking for tape. She's just looking for tape. Uh, he's creeping. He suggests that maybe she should check out the bottom and goes to check out uh, Ava's posterior. Uh, he put he points <laughs> her to bottom. the bottom and then he checks the bottom. Uh, and Helen pops around the corner. She's like, hey, keep your eyes up, Mike. Don't look down there. Yeah, Helen's at the hardware Helen's Helen's store. Helen's at the at hardware usual. store. Helen the goat. This is cool because it's just like, okay, Helen's at the hardware store. All right. <laughs> we know Helen's a character in Harlan. Now we're in the hardware store. Yeah, dude, Helen object permanence be... is blowing this guy's mind. Hey, right I here. like consistency, and we're getting consistency. Well, I do think it would have been Helen. Well, I mean, Helen everyone in Harlan does kind of treat everyone like they're you know everywhere at all times. They like, yeah. everyone like sees Ava all the time. I don't know. I don't think it's that remarkable that Helen would be at the uh, hardware store. Quantum theory for Harlan. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's is that everywhere ridiculous. It's only just like the people that appear there are just there more. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you just settle on people are more frequently at the places they visit more? No, 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 no. Because like, it sounds like, like that's what like, you I mean, settled that, on at no, the no, end. No, 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 no. Quantum like, theory are, does explain that. No, because, like, an electron is, you have to consider that it's in multiple places at once. Uh, and, it, and if you ever, like, you can't, you can't pinpoint it. We have it. been trying to start a science segment. Yeah, yeah, so this is the science segment. All of it's bullshit. Uh, this is the quantum Harlem theory. That every the character science. is resonating in every single place at once. Folks, it's just the people that we see on screen are resonating better. We might not be we might not be the only justified podcast, but we are the only justified quantum physics podcast. That's right. I think there's one that's still posting to Reddit really. currently. I did exactly one Google search. We, we all know Google's useless now. Because <laughs> yeah. Justify is not at the top of every page. Yeah, when you Google Justify Obviously we haven't spent enough money to get Google to post Yeah, we're not part of the page. pedophile elite, so we don't get the top <laughs> results. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan and I aren't part of it at all, and Ryan, Ian's part of half of it, just not the elite. He 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 looked so sassy taking that sip of Joe. He took a he took a sip of sassy Joe. A French press Folgers, <laughs> which is what Kamala so does every day at the White House. So she takes a big I'm sip so, of that sassy so Joe. Is that a I don't know. You're comparing me to the, the vice president. Of the Did you ever say the prime minister? No, I almost said the president. Oh, he's not the president. The prime minister. But she's not the president. Kamala she's Harris. The vice president. How fucked up would it be if Kamala Harris was British? <laughs> That'd be pretty fucked up. But I'm glad her, her precious laugh. But would I'm be glad ruined. that you, were, you yeah. compared me to such an esteemed title. Vice president. Vice Dude, president. I would not say the Prime Minister of England is, is a prestigious said, title right now. I never said the Prime Minister. No, but I did. And yeah. you said what I compared you to. And that would no, be the Prime no because, because you compared me to Kamala Harris initially before you compared no, I never, me to I don't the think Prime Minister of that. England. Uh, and I don't even know where you got the Prime Minister of England. He definitely from can't prove that right talking now. About <laughs> yeah, he can't prove it right now. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm right and here. This man in gave the up his edit power so trying he can't to prove ever it. prove it. <laughs> 
I'm right here in the trenches trying to prove it, and you guys are censoring me with the edit power. Yeah, that's right. See, everybody, you gotta assume every time See, Ian, I'm no making one's a bad hear bit, this it's because ever. it's edited. Maybe it's because it's edited and they made it bad. So back to the episode, which we seem to I'm have actually not actually really funny. started. They don't let me be funny, guys. They edit all my funny out. Oh no, we're leaving this in now. Yeah, I'm sure. You'll never hear this, folks. Oh, you will hear him saying slurs we can't say. <laughs> so, Ryan, what we can do is we can... We can get through the episode. If oh, we take my. this entire section and edit out us talking so it's only Ian, it'll sound like he's having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah. That's actually... Dude, I mean, yeah, we are trying to do monologues, so we can... Yeah. We'll give Ian his first yeah, monologue. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, surprise monologues would be pretty good. Um. Anyway, so Helen, we're still in the first like minute <laughs> and a half of the great. episode. This is bad. Johnny's a little cringe lord here. Well, yeah, Johnny. Johnny comes to three. We thought Johnny was trying to cool, but no. Johnny comes before Helen pops around the corner. Uh, oh no, she, this is after. Johnny's like, oh yeah, well, Bo's getting out of prison soon, and uh, all the stuff that you would use to buy a deer, I'm gonna need that. And also, all the stuff you need to hunt one, too. <laughs> to, to buy a deer? Yeah. You, and the stuff you need to hunt one. Yeah. Uh, and slice it into what, bits what with a chainsaw. What stuff do you need to buy a deer? Dude, I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to do the episode here. Ava has one of her best power plays here. She's like, you know what? I'm going to buy all that stuff for you. Yeah. Uh, Send it to my home address. Uh, and that's when Helen pops around with the shotgun, pointed at Johnny's face, and he's like, hey, can you point that somewhere else? And she's like, yeah, sure. Points it right at his dick. Uh, points the shotgun straight at his dick, folks. Fuck. He is about to receive an unpleasant blowjob. Uh, before Ava, because, uh, you know, blowing, like, blowing his dick off with a shotgun. Can you, why are you looking at me like that? You're, you're taking control of the episode. I'm just letting you have it going, you know? You're, you're going on about, uh, about this guy's dick for some reason. Because uh, it's part of the episode. I don't know, you know, it we is. didn't stop on any other part of the episode. We that stopped on his dick. We spent like 10 minutes We're 20 minutes the in. episode. <laughs> Though we did do the recap. We would Yeah, we're normally we did do the recap like 30 minutes after this yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. So So I'm trying to keep us on track. I don't know who <laughs> we're not. <laughs> yeah, bring the full recap. See, I've been needing I've been needing a lot of quick instant feedback on our short <laughs> recap. <laughs> I'm being told. Wait, hold on. Breaking news. I'm receiving reports that people are wishing the you know, longer recap I've been was back. Emails from our fans saying that they really liked the, the long recap and they really liked my. Oh, uh, they, they hated the schizo segment. We got it. I bet, folks, go I've actually just received a phone call. It's Ian's doctor. Uh, and he's telling me right now that Ian has an acute case of. Hearing people say they don't like the recap the new way when really they do. It's a very specific condition. Wow, that's wow. Uh, I got a fever. This is big news. And recap I need more recap. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. see, if you this actually is, give him the more recap, news, it guys. feeds the addiction. Um, it doesn't treat it. 
I should probably probably see my doctor. You should probably quit the pod, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this might this is devastating. I might have to quit the pod uh, to get this treated. You know, I have what what syndrome was it again? It's not asshole a syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, that. Oh, okay. It's a manifestation Dick of asshole syndrome. syndrome. Wow. Well, you know, assholes, sawed-off shotguns, and um, pickup trucks. And pickup trucks. Uh, they're um. Everyone's in Harlan's everyone got in one. Harlan's got one. That would have been a good alternate title for this episode. Yeah. Um. There are a lot like, of can assholes. You have asshole in, in a episode title. Yeah. So, on the way out the door, after doing the threat and finding out his grocery list is going to be paid for, which I don't know about Johnny, but I would be thrilled he's if my groceries were paid for. He's pretty upset that his groceries are going to be paid for. I he's think that like, is what he's wow. upset about. Um, She's going to buy all the says, stuff that we're going to murder her with? Tell Raylan I said hi. Uh, which is, I think, something that really uh, makes Raylan upset. Because you know Ava did say it uh, back to... Uh, Raylan, when she saw him again, after, presumably before they had sex. What if she told him while they were having sex? That would be weird. Um, so Raylan come. The next thing we get is Raylan coming back to Ava's uh, to find her cutting up all of Bowman's clothes with, or uh, yeah, Bowman's clothes with scissors. Having a nice drink and rage time. Drink and rage time. Uh, you know her favorite kind of time to have with Raylan, mm-hmm. uh, drinking and complaining. Uh, which uh, she is doing here. Um, and Raylan, you know, dodges any chance at connection you know, very smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so Ava's kind of fucked a- up over killing a man. And- yeah, Ava tries to be yeah. bare with uh, Raylan about how killing a man has affected her spirit. And Raylan just gets really confused, uh, as if it's the first time he's considered that killing someone may put a black mark on his soul. Yeah. I think everyone, everyone in Harlan gives a little twisted credit to Raylan for uh, coping with his kill count so well. Well, I mean, even and, Boyd asked him to reflect on his soul, yeah. and he just got mad at him. Uh, when Ava reaches out and asks him a direct question of how do you feel about killing so many people, uh, he she just... says nothing. Yeah, he just doesn't say nothing. And cut and then to post-sex. Cut to post-sex. Mm-hmm. They're laying in bed. There's a little shaken at the door uh and somebody bursts in uh and takes a couple shots at them and not a very good couple shots either i mean it was classic just you know burst in fire a bunch yeah of he barely aimed he's a little like shit redneck he you know probably can't handle the sawed off that well his name is literally red yeah, yeah. he's not a good red no. and he fails um, at every level in this episode. He does. He does not he succeed. But Harlan you know what? Elf. They, you know, they really alluded to that he was going to just die when he was with Mr. Duke. And he didn't. No, he didn't. He he did he live. Let Red made it through. He did talk his way out of that um, by you know, because, being so hyped well, for his hitman He rolled a 20 on being pathetic. Yeah, he <laughs> did. Uh, he really fucked up this encounter with Raylan uh, by A, missing every shot that he fired. In the bedroom, and then B being thrown out of a window. Yeah, Raylan does whip kicked. his ass out of a window. And if you can get if also, you can get I your think Raylan shot him with his own gun. 
I think that was what went down in there. Because Ray has his pistol. No. Oh, he, he shoots him with his, his own pistol? pistol. Yeah. Okay. It's always like, it's always it bedside. So. Like outside the window, and, and it was, yeah. He, I love this fight scene, like, like super well done, super frantic. Like, yeah. You know, Raylan still, I, I think he hits him with like a skillet. It, it's disorienting, but it's not visually incomprehensible. Yeah, like, no, there, it's very clear, but it, part of its intent is that disorientation, and that comes through. And throwing him out the window awesome yeah is is a really good end of that fight i didn't notice when he's shooting him out of the window um kind of like the visual like light effects were a little weird to me like something i just noticed watching it last night yeah shooting low light stuff is always going to be weird uh and justified is a little lamp is is the way it was like really bright around the corners and but it was kind of like blurred for a second yeah kind of looked more like a hallucination to me yeah, it was it was a little surreal. I think but they, they try a lot of different effects over it the It is incredible season. that uh, Raylan manages to hit this guy after like throwing him outside of a window and then just like grabbing a gun and, and Man, yeah, great shot, absolutely straight um, through the chest. Raylan um, is a superhero. Raylan yeah. could play Deadshot. I think Timothy Oliphant Dead Deadshot would be a pretty cool character. Yeah, if he's a little old now, but back in the day, he's more perfect for vigilante. Ooh, yeah, original actually, vigilante. Yeah, original, original vigilante. Yeah, yeah. one Cowboy. that wasn't just annoying. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, not James Gunn's Deadpool. Not Adrian Chase. Um, but I think that Red tried his best, and he just couldn't get he the job done. Certainly tried his best. He certainly tried his best. Right. Uh, and Ava quite appreciates uh, Raylan being here. I don't think Raylan feels I like I don't think Raylan like feels like proud to have been there for her. I think he was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I get to kill someone." <laughs> and he's uh, immediately like, "Oh, they're here for Ava." Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh he's he's in uh, he's in um attack like, mode immediately, all the time. He's like, "Okay, Crowders are behind this." Yeah, he's like, "All right, let's let's fucking go." Mm-hmm. Uh and he goes to Sheriff Hunter. And they decide to take on, uh, take on the conspiracy it that's going on. It is all about the Crowders first half of, the, half of the episode. It's like, all right, we're gonna bust up the Crowders. We're gonna like shake them down because the the sheriff has a has an edge against the Crowders that we learn. We we get Sheriff Hunters. It's been alluded to because we did hear that before that Sheriff Hunter uh, is at least partially responsible for putting Bo away uh, and get putting Bo in prison. And here, Sheriff Hunter explains that uh, in a little bit of deeper and heart-wrenching detail as he details the abuse of uh, his niece at the hands of one of the Crowder's many, many men uh, in the family. Uh, And it's a genuine, it's a tragic story. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Um, It honestly felt a little out of place in the episode a little, I thought. Um, like I don't think it, it's wrong. Tone wise, it is. It is a huge. It was shift. just jarring. It was like, oh, no. when did I start watching True Detective? Episode two. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. The first weird car talk. Yeah. So. Oh, they're on the road to the bar. Yeah. The bar. The first thing they say to to Johnny Crowder is take off your clothes. Is that the first thing they say? Well, it might as well be. Um. It, it, I think it's the first thing that well, sheriff. I think it's worth mentioning that Johnny is genuinely happy to see them. 
Johnny's like, oh, hey, Raylan, what's up? Because, you know, the last time they saw each other, by Johnny's account, that interaction probably went pretty well. True. Yeah, Johnny and Raylan had a really nice reconnection, honestly. They did. Bonded they... over baseball. Yeah, and then Raylan, I think... Raylan Ray... brings up baseball to Hunter and... Yeah, when, he, when he's telling Hunter that he knows it wasn't Johnny going after Ava. Johnny Crowder threatened you in the hardware store. It was veiled and all, but yeah. Well, I think I'm going to go talk to him. What to him? And you know this how? Same way I know if it was you. I know Johnny. Played ball with him for years. So did you. What to him? Well, far be it from me to second-guess those acute powers observations of yours, but you were rolling around on the floor here fighting for your life. I think even with everything that's going on i think Raylan's definitely a dickhead in this situation he's so the, he's like painted by the show as the voice of reason here and pretty much is but he's still you know a horrible cop and John well I, I think so in this scene hunter and Raylan want johnny to take off his clothes so if they can see that he's the guy that Raylan shot but Raylan knows it's not johnny well, Hunter, that's, that's what I think makes Raylan a yeah. huge dickhead here, is that Hunter insists, J Johnny's like, what? Like, no, absolutely not. Right. And Raylan's like, come on. And Johnny's like, no. And Ray and Hunter gets uh, agita about the whole thing, and Raylan yeah. ends up being like, all right, I know it wasn't Johnny, because as he also said in the bedroom, I know how Johnny walks, I know the guy, I played ball with him. It wasn't him. Right. And then Johnny calms down a little. Hunter calms down a little. And as soon as there's a lull in the moment and Johnny's guard is down, Raylan really? pins his wrist behind his back and slams him against the pool table so they can check him anyway. Well, Johnny said something smarmy. I don't remember. But it doesn't yeah, change that Raylan yeah. knows it wasn't him. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. He's just, I, this, is, this is my Raylan is a sicko who gets off on this. Uh, I mean, he's know. being a good friend to Hunter here. You know, let him get his little But Hunter win. is like purposefully misleading him. But I genuinely think he is, that, yeah. I, I think that Raylan just... Right I, think, I think Hunter is doing a good job feigning like incompetence i mean he's still he uh, hunter isn't incompetent. i mean he is but he's faking his like plot to distract raylan he's by being a shitty cop to johnny he also at least knows he's incompetent yeah <laughs> like he like he's very when when raylan asks him later why he's doing what he's doing uh and if he really thinks he could succeed he's like oh not really but it's the best chance i have so you know why not after they check um johnny's ass for a gunshot that is not there raylan's like see i told you it wasn't gonna be there it's like dude you still dude. assaulted him <laughs> also this is another instance where raylan is not here on martial business raylan is here on his own personal grudges very much got the sense that this is the kind of thing raylan did before he was a marshal like this is the kind of thing he did as a no, no, no. As like, as, like a, as like a coal mining, like, kid growing up in Harlan, or like young adult growing up in Harlan, like the kind of thing that you and your boys do on a, on a Friday night or whatever, is you go and you rough up some of the local toughs. Uh, True, yeah. Like, just, just go settle a feud. Yeah, go, go settle a family or feud. Or continue on. Go, go beat up a crowder at a bar. Like, this is the, I very much got that this is a lot like what Raylan's youth is like. And that's why he's so comfortable operating in this rhythm of, all right, 
All right, well, let's go Let's go kick some ass and ask some questions. Oh, yeah, and three, yeah, three right baseball right boys getting back together. He's right back in Harlan. It's yeah. not like he's doing anything different. Well, he's not wearing the hat. He's Harlan not flashing the badge. Uh, his True. posture is different when there he's not on the job. There is a very blurry line between what is a, like official U.S. Marshal business and what is Raylan Gibbons. Now, Hunter is there on official sheriff's business. But he's still acting like a, a shit kicker. Yeah, because he, yeah, he can do whatever he wants. He's a shit yeah, literally, he just is. Yeah. Um, so after this, this is when the episode takes us to our hitman. And we meet uh, Mr. Deadwood Preacher Man as Mr. Duke. A This is another character who the show uh, wants to paint out as a dickhead. Um, and they give him a Bluetooth earpiece. Uh, one of the show's favorite mechanisms uh, for telling you something about a character that isn't directly related to the plot but tells you about who they are is they like to have fun phone conversations uh, before the main plot gets going. And we get Mr. Duke talking about an, a hitman book uh, that he wants to write, filled with all the rules of being a hitman uh, and how he might publish a sequel. And it's always about someone's like side passion too, right? Like uh, in the Cal- the Raleigh episode, the California guys, like Pondy was just talking about, like, so can I can I get in the gang? Like, yeah, he, want, he wants to be syndicate? part of the gang. Uh, I think I think it's really funny that he starts talking about uh, making a guide to being hit. Not just being a hitman, but to being a victim. And, like, yeah, if you're being tortured for, like, a video of suffering, you just want to, like, cry and wail as much as you can. That way it'll be over faster. Client gets a better video. It's like, yeah, man, I'm sure that's what they're worried about. Uh, And uh, I really like this. It's a shame we never got the CDs released. No, these books never came out. Well, that's why they had to kill them. It would have been too powerful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's when we get... Do you like if Boone had that book? Yeah. We get the series? more. That would have been good. We get more information about Red, uh, who is, wow, disgusting. He <laughs> looks awful. Raylan put one straight yeah. through his shoulder. Hunter says he might just graze him. Raylan was like, nope, I hit me. Raylan is He's genuinely good. offended. Red is in bad shape. Uh, and Dr. Pass, or Mr. Duke. Doctor, Mr. Dr. Duke here. Uh, Mr. Dr. David Reverend Duke. Duke. Reverend David um, Dr. Reverend David Duke. Mr. Dr. David Duke. David Deadwood Duke. Not the Klansman. Um, Mr. Reverend Dr. David Deadwood Duke. He, first. he starts chastising Red for being a bad hitman. Says he has shit instincts. You suck. You're gonna die. Fuck you. And Red's, Red's like, just a young hustler. What's he... your favorite gun? He's like, well, I like the saw. Yeah, he's like, but then Red's like, yo, that's what I, that's what I use, dude. We like the same guns. And yeah, then and then like, he's like, fuck wow, off, you piss, fucking baby. fucked up the best gun, dude. Stupid and you idiot. pissed yourself in front of me. Stupid fucking dumbass. And that's when Hunter gets back, uh, and we see that oh, he had told Raylan that he was searching cabins. And the implication of the scene yeah, is no, that... There, there were no gunshot wounds in any of the local hospitals. Yeah. And the, the implication of the scene at the beginning is that Hunter is going to burst into this cabin and catch them. What we end up getting is Hunter bursting into the cabin and revealing himself to be a co-conspirator. One of the best, like, casual, but also, like, lamest villain reveals. <laughs> he, It's Just very like, good. What the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> Hey, who pissed on my rug? 
Oh yeah, uh, Hunt. Uh, when we call Red a piss baby, that's not metaphorical. Yeah, he he did piss, piss on Sheriff Hunter's rug. Now, like Duke was recording him crying and you know wailing in pain with a leaking gunshot wound in his shoulder. So that, I mean, a, a little fair. Yeah, and he was Duke was a jerk. Yeah, he's just a big <laughs> asshole. Um, it's never pleasant when you're dealing with a guy named Doctor <laughs> Duke. Yeah, Duke. Duke's a harsh name. I'm one of the best hunting men in this county. I got the right instincts to be a hitman. If you had the right instincts, you wouldn't be sitting here with a hole in your shoulder. You were supposed to spot. That's it. That's all you had to do. I screwed up. Got that right. You start off as a spotter? What? You think there's a hitman guild? You apprentice and rise up through the ranks? I don't know. Hey, what's your favorite weapon? Sawed off. It's short, so it's got a quick pull. Of course, it's got a wide scatter, so it's only good inside 10 feet. But the big selling point is they can't match it, no matter what they tell you on the CSI. Sawed off's what I used. But not very well, huh? You broke rule number nine. You, you, you're supposed to let them come to you. You don't burst through the door. You lie and wait. See, there's rules to being a hitman. What are the other rules? Don't have to buy the book. There is no doctor in Mr. Duke's title. Well, Mr. Duke is still just as annoying. It's even <coughs> less prestigious. So, um, I agree. Maybe if he was a doctor, A, his book would have been done faster and b he would have been a better hitman maybe he could have operated and prevented when hunter caps him true because as hunter does just cap we don't him. see him do any actual work <coughs> hunter, hunter no, is actually don't. a pretty good criminal like from what we see hunter plays his cards the hand he's dealt pretty well he's in the higher end of of iq but that's still pretty low right he's not yeah, he's, he's I mean he admits he's just like so he's just fucking through this plan. He the best that he the best quality about him I think is that he does know his place in all of this. Yeah, he, knows, he knows how that fucked he is. He is. Shit. Right. Um and and yeah, not smart enough to not oh, we, do we, any of that. We he should, never forgets it though. We should wrap the, uh we we've mentioned it in passing a couple different times, but it we should mention more concisely the deal that Hunter made with the cartels was that uh, he he is he would associate with them and he would help them out with their business if they helped him get the Crowders under control. Now they want Raylan Givens. They want Raylan's head and they want Sheriff Hunter's help to do it. Right. Uh, Hunter seems pretty ambivalent about this arrangement. I genuinely think he doesn't want to give him give up Raylan, but he feels like he has to. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like forces higher like higher powers than me are kind of forcing this and uh, <coughs> but he doesn't have any control point being he's headquartering the mafia's attempt to get rid of Raylan uh out of his office for the moment when the hitman comes and he finds out that the hitman's orders were to tie up any loose ends he realizes oh shit i'm a loose end mm -hmm. so he caps the hitman there to keep both him and red alive 
mostly for him. Right. And really slick kill from Hunter. Really yeah, slick. Just super slick. Turns around mid sentence and pops him. Like Hunter is no time Hunter for is one of the coldest killers we see in the show. And he, Cop. Yeah. Cop. <laughs> the sheriff. Sheriff. And he, but yeah, that he plays it off him. so casually. But that doesn't. That shot doesn't kill him. Well, yeah, it and then stuns dude, him. And then Hunter Brent drops Sexton. Three more. Brent Sexton is a goat here. Also, I mean, Duke had a really slick, almost comeback kill here. Mm-hmm. When he like we see Hunter didn't notice that Duke was still holding onto the gun after he got shot. Yeah. He was clearly. He was still. He holding was clearly the gun. gonna like. He was gonna use the pistol to reshoot Hunter, mm-hmm. but then. You know, he grabs a sawed-off shotgun and, like, Red sort of notices, but then just steps out of the way. He's totally willing to just let Hunter get shot here. Yeah, he's totally Dude, that's cool. That's awesome for Red. Red's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, unless he really didn't notice, but I think he did. And then Red's Hunter nice doesn't part. notice. Hunter doesn't notice that Red noticed. So maybe if if their plan succeeded, maybe. Maybe Red would have Let, split off. Let's just say if they were on burn notice, they would have gotten burned. I'd, burn, I'd burn after reading that. I would burn after reading uh, that. Yeah. So with this with this delightful little thread, this is where the plot of the episode really picks up. Uh, the, the, the plan is now in second gear. Um, and so before any of the stuff with Hunter gets resolved, that's when we get the art... Raylan exchange. Yeah, they're putting Ava in witness protection. They want to. Or yeah, just just putting her That's in protection. That's suggest. They want to, but they can't. She but doesn't we qualify. Well, I mean, but we she also want to. we also get huh? She wouldn't want to go in. She wouldn't want to. Well, we we also we're get... jumping ahead. Raylan, everyone is now actually suffering for Raylan. For Raylan's fucking Ava. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's now officially everyone's problem. It has led to another shooting. By Raylan in Ava's house. Uh, I think one of the funnier moments of this confrontation is when Art screams, Oh, what, did you pop one off in her bedroom this time? And Raylan just goes... Nothing to say. Yeah, he just kind of yeah. looks at his feet. I don't think we'll even clip this in here. It's hard to watch. Like, it's a little funny at Oh, first. I really liked it. I thought it was really yeah, good. I thought it was awesome. Well, it's, it's awesome, but it's like it's, it's brutal for yeah. them. Oh, yeah. It's, it's brutal for yeah. Raylan, yeah. Uh, but I think I think a huge part of what makes it suck is that Raylan just does not want to deal with it. Like that's his like as is his reaction yeah. to everything. It's just a big inconvenience to him. Yeah, he never even tries to make like a, any sort of sappy soap. Like, but I love Ava. I'm not. Well, okay. he never. I think this conversation is actually what makes him realize that he maybe doesn't want to be involved. With well, yeah, Ava exactly. for a it, long time. Because well, Art says, "What are you going to protect her forever?" Yeah, when Art like, brings ah, when Art keeps bringing this up, it's just Raylan's just faced with the inconvenience of maybe not having his, you know, his friend with benefits around. Yeah, like he he's never like truly torn over the conflict no. between his work and Ava. No, he's it, it was never a contest. Ava's kind of. I think I think the show's been pretty clear about the fact that Raylan doesn't have much long term interest in Ava. Raylan dodges that bullet at every turn. But Raylan and Art's argument here is really affecting, and it's the first time the show looks its own problems in the face. Like, it really takes a second to look at who Raylan is in a way that the show never has before. Uh, Not explicitly, at least. 
you know, it, it, it's always implicit. It's always in the narrative. But this time, the show looks Raylan directly in the face, and it says, you are a killer, and uh, you need to stop sleeping with uh, the people you meet all the time. Uh, and Raylan says, I can't believe this. And that's about it. You well, they, like, transfer he, me, transfer me. Well, he thinks Art's mad at him at first about, like, the shooting itself. And you know, Raylan's like, but he, he broke in. He pulled first. I shot him. Yeah. But Art's, you know, actually just, he, he's mad that sleeping with Ava has led to this, like, epic shitstorm mm-hmm. for the investigation. Like, Vasquez is well, going to be on this. Also that, like, why couldn't, uh, also the fact that Raylan just couldn't do what he was told. Yeah. That's a big part of it. Especially because Ava was already a part of the investigation. Yeah. Yeah, just... Raylan just built house. up this insane shitstorm. Yeah, he Raylan has made this infinitely worse than it had to be. Um, and this is complicated even further by Raylan then going to talk to Boyd. And him and Boyd get into a little bit of a, a, a tiff if you will a little bit of a, a little bit of a fight an argument uh because boyd is very insistent on his new evangelical turn uh and raylan still doesn't want to hear about it uh raylan goes to boyd demanding to know once again much ruder than he has any right to be i think uh in this scenario boyd, boyd. is perfectly earnest here like boyd has boyd's being very open with raylan like he knows he like he is getting a kick out of fucking with Raylan a bit, but he has grown and is genuinely found God. Maybe I think so. I, I'm inclined to think so. Uh, later on, the the rest of the cup, the rest of the show will continue to interrogate. He keeps that. giving Raylan good advice. Yeah, like, no, absolutely, real actual advice well, for his soul. We should clarify the thing that Raylan wants here is he wants to know. Did Bo put out a hit on Ava? Because he's still trying to figure out this. And that's what he wants from Boyd first. Um, he says he doesn't want to know anything about his father. He doesn't want to talk about God. He just wants to know, did Bo, did Bo put out a hit on Ava? Irela starts the conversation seething already. Like, yeah, he's already got the hateful grin. Yeah. Mm. And Boyd says, I talked to my father and we talked about uh christian forgiveness and how revenge is not the path and raylan monkeys out uh and he dives across the table uh after telling boyd to stop it as boyd was trying to uh explicate the religious conversation he had with his father and eventually raylan dives across the table grabs boyd by his collar and tries to start beating the shit out of him and the guards run over uh, and, and separate them. Raylan is then brought back in to the room after he has calmed down a little uh, and once again is carrying this attitude that this is not his fault and he's just very inconvenienced by all this. Yeah, I can't say I blame him too much for you know flipping the shit out when uh, it's very reasonable to think Boyd is fucking with him with all the... Yeah, you know, just like I told my dad to find forgiveness. I think that I think that Boyd just knows exactly how to push Raylan's buttons but also Raylan knowing Boyd knows how to push his buttons only makes it worse right yeah makes Raylan just mad when he feels like he's doing it on purpose 
and thus it leads to him flipping out and he's like ah like fuck you boyd the uh, second time uh, or the second attempt doesn't go much better uh <laughs> raylan restrains himself physically and boyd is able to convey his information but raylan is just barely constraining himself he very clearly wants to beat the shit out of boyd still uh and then boyd explains to him I think he's definitely screwing with Raylan a little here. And he starts taking the long road to, well, what room was Ava shot in in her house? In her bedroom? Oh, oh. Was, was she alone, Raylan? Or were or were you there with her? All and, right, don't make me come across the table. Yeah, well, Raylan actually threatens to walk out and leave. Right. And that's when Boyd pulls a crazy power move out of nowhere and explains to Raylan... I am not trying to pry. I am trying to help you sit your ass down and listen to me. And Raylan sits without argument. And Boyd eventually says, maybe you got your gold star and, or you got your 10 star in your hat because you wanted to spite your criminal daddy. And maybe that saddled you the worldview that has messed up your ability to see things as they are. Maybe... This had nothing to do with Ava. Maybe this is about you, Raylan Gibbons. And Raylan is a little disturbed by this suggestion, uh, and a lot confused. And he does a classic. What? He does a a classic Timothy Oliphant Me? face that does say exactly that. Uh, what? This can't possibly be about me. But it is, and. Uh, Something we skipped over that happens right before this and after the conversation with Art and Raylan is when Winona mm -hmm. and Ava have a little bit of a cat fight because Ava is now quote-unquote safe in Lexington. Yeah, they're having a does-she-know contest. They are having <laughs> a does-she-know contest as Winona sits down to introduce herself to Ava with no clear purpose or intention and then just starts Blonde talking about... She, well, she just starts talking about how married to Raylan she used to be. Uh, and she was like, married I'm, to like, well, an I'm officer. so married to Raylan. Have you, did, do you know what it's like to be married to Raylan? Do you know because, what it's like to be married to Raylan? Because being married to I Raylan, so you know. I was so married to Raylan. I love her little <laughs> flex. So like, yeah, I was married to a Leo. Yeah, I, I don't know what a Leo, Leo is. Leo. Right? Like, well, she she does introduce herself as the former Miss Gibbons. Oh, she does, but then like just throwing industry jargon at yeah. Ava, just the flex, just just trying to be like, oh, you don't, yeah. oh, sorry, you don't know what a Leo. You, never, <laughs> I fucked him first. <laughs> I fucked him first, uh, and then Ava's kind of like, okay, what do you want? And yeah. Winona's like, that's I a great know. question. Yeah, I, don't I don't really know. It's uh, just uh, nice to see you. you and killed when, your husband, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Literally. Winona gets up and walks away, and as she's about to walk away, she has a moment of realization. Uh, the show leaves this realization a little ambiguous, and I think we all read it a Winona little differently. Winona doesn't walk away. Uh, yeah, Hunter. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter comes up. Him. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Hey, Ava, well, she's thinking just... of walking away when Hunter shows up. Yeah. Yeah, the interaction's over. Because it was awkward yeah, and, and awkward. Uh, and Hunter like, and, just posing. And, uh, and as she's leaving, I read this last look as Winona realizing I still feel a lot more possessive of Raylan than I thought I did. Things are not as over as they seemed. That was how I read this look, is that in talking to Ava, 
she had to face all of the feelings she still has for Raylan that she is able to ignore when she's actually talking to him. Yeah, she does. She catches herself like going on and on about Raylan. Yeah. It's like, wait, I'm simping. Yeah. Hold, hold on a second here. Why am I talking so much about Raylan? Why am I so jealous right now? Oh, man. Why, walking up to the woman uh, who is screwing the husband you're definitely divorced from uh, and over and you love your new husband more. Uh, and so we love Gary. Yeah, we, this is... Uh, I don't love Gary. This is a... Uh, hmm. This Not is a, a pro Gary this podcast. is a Gary conflicted oh. podcast. The, there are two sides to this argument on Gary. This continues to be a centrist podcast, just like advertised. Uh, um, we'll, well, we'll center, we'll center see. left. So uh, I think it's pretty center. Um, Ian's the center right member here. No, I'm actually dead center, and I'm not. Uh, I might be willing to compromise on like, that, like, but you know, <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure it's centrists dead always compromise with the right. Uh, so that means. No, that's uh, I think different. we can compromise with either side. See, this guy see. Might have this guy's history, the one history you know, the repeats. Is, well, this itself. guy's the one true centrist. Maybe. Um <laughs> the, I think, the worst one. I think <laughs> No, I think uh I think that there's there's many good centrists, you know, maybe maybe on the yeah. best, but Ian's those straw good. man memes that are uh like uh I think that the Holocaust and gender is the same. What kind of memes are those? You know, those ones. <laughs> those classic Holocaust <laughs> gender memes. Good hyper-specific schizoid <laughs> online enemy memes. But Ryan knew what I was talking about. I don't know. What you're Not specifically, about. but I like... You get the I, impression. Yeah, like hyper-specific hate meme no topic. Like, I love those. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Just like... Yeah, straw mans are always Actually, classic. now that Ryan says that, I know what he's talking about. Great, we can move on. Yeah. Um, uh, get off my dick, please. So this is all building <laughs> to the final confrontation of the episode, uh, where Raylan's investment with Ava, Hunter's corruption, uh, and the ambling idiocy of the conspiracy are all brought into one. Uh, as Hunter, I want to say one tiny thing. For yeah, you know, go about, for the, it. about the hitman. No, go for um, it. <laughs> Second CSI dig in two episodes, so I, I wonder what you know the studio beef is right now. Because like Hitman, you know they they were talking about favorite guns and he talked about the sawed off and it's like yeah, despite what you see on the CSI, nothing beats the sawed off. Oh yeah, they can't match it. Yeah, like um, Justified has said twice that you can't trust CSI. That's true. You the can FD trust Justified, yes. an accurate you portrayal can, of how honestly, law enforcement works. Yeah. You can trust yeah. Like, oh, uh, I think it's I. Th and the FBI says it the first time. So it turns out that the hunter interaction and the prison interaction both happen uh, in two separate sequences, but we've covered them mm. together, folks. Yeah, uh, we have covered that. them together. Conflation is really good for episode pacing. It sure is. Uh, so after this, at, or after Hunter uh, kills Mr. Hitman and reveals that the mob wants Raylan Givens, Raylan gets a call from Hunter saying that he knows that, uh, or, oh, this is where we get the conclusion to the Boyd-Raylan conversation. Yeah, Justified has a really nice screen 
screen trick where they cut off the end of a conversation, let it be answered by the next scene. Yeah, they, they let it be revealed by the character's actions in the next scene. Uh, this is the Justified does use this quite often. Oscar for best screenplay. I think so. Um, and give it to City from Evil. Uh, I don't even think we need to see it first. Yeah, not everything. Ever, whatever else. Whatever other shit's nominated. <laughs> the fucking Oscar. What the freaking bullshit? Although if, if Elvis wins, well, yeah, it's, we'll, we'll sorry. We'll if, El if Elvis wins, this will become a pro. -Oscar. If Avatar two wins somehow. If Avatar two and Elvis become co-winners, uh, I will become the Oscar's strongest shooter. Elvis. And yeah. folks, that's the that's the final word on it. Uh, or Banshee Sweep. Or Banshee Sweep. Uh, oh yeah, Banshee's weird. I guess this was a pretty good year for movies. It was. Yeah, I, I guess we can't... I mean, I haven't it. seen After Sun yet, but I know that's really good. Yeah. Uh, I believe the hype. I don't know what that is. Paul Mescal. I don't know who that is. Well, you're gonna. He's trying to, like... A lot of people think he's an industry plant. Oh, I need to watch the show. That's the next one I need to see. Uh, Probably. Yeah, he's, okay. He's Irish and he hasn't been in a McDonough movie. That's true. So, uh, um, he's Irish, he has to be in another Irish director's movie. Yes. That's kind of racist. I mean, that's kind I of mean, McDonough's whole thing. Do his movies not feature all the important Irish actors? Like, we all, like Liam Neeson well, fell. Liam Neeson fell the hell off and he hasn't been in. He wasn't in Bruges. Did he make The Irishman? That's not yeah, about that's an true, Irish. true, but De Niro. Isn't Irish. I'm gay. <laughs> Case closed. What? Well, he didn't make the Irishman, and you're gay. Case closed. What do those <laughs> two things have to do with each other? Well, they just came up and. Well, the Irishman was actually the Netflix studio force title. It was, it was <laughs> supposed to be called "I Heard You Paint Houses." Actually, that's real trivia. That is real trivia. At least that's the name of the book. Yeah, I know it is. that. Um. <clears throat> See your so, lack of Scorsese justified. Film well, sure. it wasn't made by McDonough, The Irishman. So, <laughs> doesn't that hurt what you're saying? Was The Irishman a biopic? That you're if if whatever. Moving back to the episode, In Bruges uh, is really good. So you can't keep up with this intellect. I'm moving too fast. I'm running circles around you. Dude, if you were moving too fast, we'd be talking about the episode. Um, you think I'm talking about the next episode? No, you're no, you're not. <laughs> talking about the movies, baby. <laughs> yeah, on a TV podcast. Um, hey, this podcast yeah. isn't on TV. It's multicultural, multimedia. So Raylan says. So it Hunter says. TV, uh, so you know what's going on, right? Games. And Raylan says that Boyd told him that he shouldn't trust him one bit. He should punch his teeth in. He should punch his teeth in. And Hunter says, yeah, well, I got Ava. Uh, so that's what's going on. Uh, and the final conflict between Raylan and Hunter begins. Um, Raylan shows up all marshaled out. He's like, I've got my buddies right on this radio. They can hear you just like usual. And yeah, Hunter's like, don't even like, think about quick drawing on me, dead-eyed dick. You can't do it. We'll tell Ava. Raylan... Definitely for a second, it's like, fuck. Shit. <laughs> I didn't think he of that. He definitely did. He did a little face thing. It's like, yeah, he, he was going to try. But then he did the right thing. He was like, all right, let me see Ava. 
Like, because yeah. that's that's a good thing you got to do. You got to make sure that your hostage is. Might have given Ava the. That might have been what led Ava to like fight back in the van later. Ava is a G. I yeah, mean, Ava. Honestly, up. like I mean, she probably would have tried anyway. With but what like, the guy knowing was Raylan's talking thing. about, yeah, I would have fought. Oh um, yeah, red. They just turned red into a. I mean, he was yeah, like eventual just an sexual idiot. assaulter. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he was talking about like. Well, would be. Uh, so would be sex pest if not for his failures. Yes. And now I'll just go to prison. So you know, good good ending for Red. Yeah. Didn't die. Went to prison. Presumably, probably went to prison. Well, he yeah, did. I, he did get his butt kicked by a girl. That's true. Embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean, Bowman, at least he had the courage to die. <laughs> but he just got his ass kicked by Ava. He, uh, Red, he died dude. of dishonor. Yeah. Well, Red did die in hand-to-hand. Or he did get beat by uh, hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, sure. But Not yeah. a shotgun to the head. But he was, I mean, he was trying to be a safe driver, at least. And, yeah, you know, Ava the only, is the not only a safe reason driver. that Ava beat him is because he had to drive while he was fighting her, too. Yeah, like you know, otherwise, we all know that. Well, I feel like Ava should have put the hazard lights on first and yeah, then maybe. killed him. True. Or well, that way she could have let everybody else know because she was kind of causing a hazard on the way. After Hunter monologues to Raylan and the the throwdown between Ava and Red happens, Hunter's in cuffs, Red is unconscious, and the case on the kidnapping of Ava Crowder and the assassinate the attempted assassination of Raylan Gibbons is closed but until further notice this episode well i mean this part of the case is closed um until further notice until further notice but we get a bit of uh as justified likes to do we have an epilogue scene uh where Bo or where people start to uh get uh, people in prison start to get suspicious of boyd they think boyd might be uh snitching might be a rat i mean he has been seen with a marshal twice twice uh and but he's just spreading the good word. This is when Bo Crowder finally steps onto screen. Big and we'll Bo. just drop the. Because we can't do it better than Big they Bo. Do. It's Bo time. Receive instructions and wise dealings, words of insight, graceful righteousness. Are you ready to ask the Lord for forgiveness? Oh, now you know that kind of thing don't interest me, Boyd. But you know what? Something Jib saw got my attention. And we saw Jib. I seen you. Yapping with that cowboy yesterday. Now, word is, this ain't the first time that you've had him on the line. I'm disappointed in you, boy. You and your bacon should have got you a private room. Could have got you some conjugal. I don't need a private room to spread the good word. Rest assured, that's all I was doing. You're running your mouth, boy. Corker, you know me better than to take a simpleton's Mm. word over mine. I don't believe I know you at all, boy. See, the fact is, I don't associate with rats or snitches. Used to respect to you, boy. Them Crowder commandos was the shit in my neck of the woods. You used to be somebody. Not anymore. Well, I tapped into a power greater than you will ever know, my now, friend. Stop <laughs> running that drag out both you sides. you repent your sins now. and beg the Lord for forgiveness. Lord. Cloud. But I sure as hell ain't no lamb. I pray that you go upstairs and not down. 
Hitting on the rope. Get away. Men of God are not to be touched by anyone. You don't really have any idea what he's doing now, do you? I know I don't. Now listen up. His heavenly father will take care of him when his time comes. But if his time comes early on account of any of you, his father here on earth is going to see to it you are gutted like trout. But truth is, you're short in the gate in a few months. What do you think's going to happen to him then, huh? Why don't you take a shot and find out? Don't you push me, Roadrunner! Take a shot. You watch it, old man. Son, what the hell are you doing? It's good to see you, Daddy. Boyd's got hands here. Boyd does have like, hands. Like, they slapped the Bible out. He throws Dude, down. That was so cool. He, he gets, like, four guys down before he's... You know, very Christly held to the wall. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Bo is totally at peace while he's holding the Bible. All these guys are yelling at him, Boyd. circling him around. He's like, Boyd, I'm all right. Boyd, what? Not Bo. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, this is a very good favorite line episode. There are like seven I can think of. One, you know, I ain't your lamb. Yeah. Uh, I really liked when um, Raylan was getting frustrated with Boyd, and he was like, are you getting anywhere near the vicinity of a point? And, uh, <laughs> well, well, we should, goes, we, we should... I'm closing in, I promise. Yeah, we, uh, we, we, should, we should finish out the Bo segment, um, and then we'll get into oh, right. those. Well, uh, so Bo, Bo walks onto screen after Boyd uh, gets pinned to the wall, uh, and he reminds everyone, not only is this my son... Who I will fucking kill you uh, if you touch this man. But he is also a man of the cloth, and priests are not to be harmed. That's how it works. And he's like his heavenly father will punish him at some point, I guess. Yeah. You know whatever he's talking about. But if but if anyone punishes him before that, his daddy on earth will take care of you first. Uh, and we also. Get reminded once more that Bo is getting out soon, mm -hmm. and this has huge implications for Boyd uh, as the well as for the start. show. The show is about to start, folks. Um, and uh, neither Bo nor like most of the prison know what Boyd's on right now. Absolutely, like, Boyd's doing some good preaching, and he says he's converting a few people. But most people are like, Boyd, what are you up to? What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, and they ask him. He's just like, I'm just spreading the good word of the Lord. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> so Bo <laughs> is played by, uh, once again with Justified, having an absolutely stacked roster of character actors. MC Ganey uh, plays Bo. He's been working in TV for a long time. And I say this because you should look him up because he is ginormous. If you are not watching, the, and I don't even mean that he's fat. He is a, he is pretty fat. He's imposing. Um. But he's like he, he's like Tony Soprano. Yeah, let's say he's got that Gandolfini big. Yeah, he's um, big. He's like redneck Gandolfini, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and and he is. This is Boss Hoss. This is a this is Big, big boss. boss. Mike, football coach in middle school, kind of looked like uh, Bo Crowder. But, yep, that tracks. So you know he was like screaming at those baseball games. You know it. Uh, he was loving Johnny. He I, he never thought Johnny was good enough, but he loved watching him play. Probably. Yeah. Um, did, I, did Boyd never play baseball? They never talked about baseball with Boyd. I don't. I, I guess Boyd yeah. didn't. Um, 
too busy. I hope Boyd was in like engineering club or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Bomb club. <laughs> so, despite being a very violent episode, we only have one actual death, uh, and that is Mister Doctor Preacher Man, uh, um, uh, assassin. He's the only guy that dies. Uh, yeah, Mr. Duke is the only one who dies. Uh, but this episode is a very bloody episode. Uh, I liked all the... They, they did a really good commitment to the visual effects this episode. They all looked really good. Uh, the blood looked great. And the extra sound of uh, the blood wounds getting pressed. Yeah. Of the guy like wailing when Raylan gets a pot shot on him through the window. That was good. Wow. Uh, they con- they 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 constantly like kind of build little references, like you know they they include obviously the guy wailing when he gets shot, Raylan mentioning I heard him wail when he sh- when I shot him I hit him somewhere good, didn't just you know graze him. Yeah, never doubt um, Raylan's perception. Blood and bone. <laughs> Raylan, yeah, he definitely has a good perception. He, he has high perception. He doesn't miss. Except for when he rolls um, ones. Let's let's try and let's try and special stat Raylan really quick. Strength probably like five. Hey, yeah, if we were if we were to do a Fallout New Vegas playthrough tied for the show, he's he's maxed out Dex though. So, so if, if Raylan Givens wasn't Fallout, he would have special stats. Special stats. Five strength. Yeah, probably like four to six strength. Uh, how many stats do we? Uh, I, guess I, we I don't, don't we think don't we can number. score Raylan normally. We can't. Raylan is not a normal yeah, he's, man. He's, he's, he's a, a special. He's, he's pretty, pretty balanced. Pretty. I don't know. Does if some he's good flaws balanced. because his perception has got to be either nine or ten. I'd well, say like eight. eight. His his uh, decks and his luck are maxed out. I, because I think that like right. well he suffered well. Raylan's well. draw alone has to give him a perception of ten. Raylan's draw well, is decks. Well, that'd be agility. Oh, yeah, so, oh, so his perception and agility, but he's accurate. He can't he does, hear like he a mile away, but he, he, he yeah, but catches Raylan, more details in the crime scene than most people do. Raylan has great intuition and great visual calculus, but he, which is the disco. Yes, yeah, he, he has great um, selective perception. Yeah, he either misses he, everything he or he sees But he has everything. really good rhetoric, too, because he goes through with this guy on the Raleigh case. Right, that would where, be charisma. Yeah, on New, on, in New Vegas. Right. I'm just I'm just saying that. Uh, but sometimes he also has really bad uh, roles. Yeah, you fail roles. Yeah. Okay. No matter how good your fucking charisma is. Yeah. So he's so got. And he's very like minimum emotional intelligence, but he knows a lot. Like. Yeah. He That's has yeah, makes him a chud. Yeah. Incredible retention. I think Raylan knows a lot of folk wisdom, but he doesn't right. actually know anything. <laughs> he's a Harlan intelligence eight, but you know, rounds out to like six or seven ish. I think five Raylan's or six. Luck. Raylan's luck. It depends. So he does get set back a lot, but only. I think it's like a four. He's incredible that, luck. I don't think he has very good luck. Uh, well, you have not seen the rest of the show, I sir. Think- Yes, you're right. Okay, I have yeah, it. I think his <laughs> luck. He has a very balanced out history of luck. I think. Well, I think when I think he has good he is luck. definitely a lucky guy and gets away with a lot, but he's not enough to like, not enough to just skirt past everything. But everything ends well for him, all the time. It, that's not true. Yes, it is. No, what doesn't end it, well for him? He's under investigation right now for shooting that guy in Ava's. And house. the investigation goes pretty well. We haven't gotten there. 
Actually, no, I guess it doesn't go well. Yeah, because I think it, if, if he succeeds, yeah. it's only because, like, the system around him fails and not because of anything he does. No, Boyd gets out because of him. His luck sucks. Hmm. Because he, he compromises Ava's he relies Well, I mean, in terms of, like, his wins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. His perception and his charisma are both, good, like, too good. To f- or, or he relies on those. He makes his own his... luck. Yeah, yeah essentially. Yeah. But, and he makes them with perception and in, charisma. Well, we didn't talk about endurance, so what, what, what's his physique? Uh, I mean, Raylan's <laughs> endurance is probably... <laughs> We don't need to talk about endurance. He's a, he's a fit guy. I I don't know. I feel like, I think Raylan's endurance is pretty bad. Whenever he, he gets knocked around, he gets rinsed. Yeah. Like, it's hard to True, get one over on Raylan, but if you do, he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, the one time Raylan does get, like, punched a little, he gets thrown around. I would say, I, I totally see your point, but I think we are a little spoiled by, like... Future con- Raylan. Yeah, well, in constant gratuitous TV fights yeah, where people right. do like in real life like the fights do last like four seconds like they do in Justified I think the show's fights are like especially like st- realistically stressful and frantic and like everyone's improvising in fights that's true but even in like, that framework Raylan gets his ass kicked uh, whenever he actually is on the losing side of something like, whenever Raylan loses a physical confrontation, he loses really hard, is, it, is my point. It is right. I just, I do want, I, I mainly want to highlight just how realistic shows fights are. He didn't and, win a single uh, physical confrontation this episode, because even the one with Boyd, he lost. Yeah. Boyd didn't even fight back. <laughs> no. Uh, D- imagine if Boyd didn't Well, he won the bedroom back. skirmish. He did win he, the bedroom skirmish. He did skirmish. throw That's Red's true. ass That's out true. the window. <laughs> Yeah, I can't deny that. That was awesome. So Red is definitely on like the bottom tier of hard. Yeah, that's power that's scale. like the scene where Mac and Charlie beat up a bunch of middle schoolers. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like we ever saw like Raylan and Bo fight, like Oh over. shit, yeah. We see them talk. Woo! Um So favorite line reads. Uh yeah, Ryan, you mentioned yours. Yeah, art I mean in the office when that when the brutal yelling fit uh starts pretty funny when art's just like don't sit down yeah <laughs> uh johnny uh johnny insisting that he is the best crowder you know i'm the respectable one i own the business yeah my personal favorite uh is at the very end when uh Bo is squared up on all the prisoners and he just goes take your shot love that just something about Gainey's line read on that. He's just so cool. Even better the second time. Even better the, the second with time. With the, the Take hand your move. shot. He's so good. He is really good. Uh, that really was liked, far and away my favorite um, line read. I really liked, like I said, Bo's uh, I'm closing in, I promise. And also <laughs> Second Sheriff time Hunter. this guy calls Boyd Bo. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Boyd. Um, also, when Bo like, says that the other guy's about to hit him, I don't think he even like touches Bo. No, I think, I think Bo's two goons step in the way first. Like this, the prison, Harl, like the crime world is Bo's. Yeah, mm. uh, I really liked Hunter's. Um, after Raylan, you know, drags him out of the car and uh, <laughs> and like uh, I don't know how Raylan <laughs> actually got control in that situation, but I guess well he Ava was, oh, fought he off broke, Red and then and he broke uh, Hunter's wrist and then he dragged yeah him Raylan out of the car. swerved Hunter was about to shoot him he grabbed a gun mm-hmm. Hunter. Fuck that up horribly, right. and then and then he sits him down on the curb, and then he just like he starts, 
He's like, yeah. yeah Hunter's like, cuff, you broke my wrist. Cuff yourself. If you run, I'm going to shoot you in the kneecap. <laughs> and then the Hunter's just like, shit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he, he's just sitting on the curb. Like, oh, he's screwed. Yeah, he's done. Hunter just knew toast. he was done from like <laughs> the start of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I love Justified's willingness to be like, yeah, this plot doesn't matter. <laughs> really, people are going to just like see shit through. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, well, what else am I doing? He is screwed no matter what. Absolutely. So he's going to have the best time with it. Yeah. Um, and what happened to the one guy who promoted patience uh, in your work? Shot. He gets killed because mm-hmm. he's like, you got to let them come to you. And then they come to him yeah, what and he rule gets was fucking that? owned. Right. What yeah. rule was that, what asshole? What rule was that, dumbass? Uh, and, uh, well, I thought this made for a really good episode. Uh, it was a, this was not a, even though it told us a lot about the world and it did a good bit to flesh out who Raylan, Boyd, and the Crowders really are, I thought that it was still, it wasn't nearly as lore heavy as the last two episodes have been. Right, really subtly, I'm just painting this intricate crime world of Harlan more and more. Just seeing the level of control, like, Bo and the cartel have over everything, seeing the way they subcontract through you know the worst help yeah like if if hunter was just less cheap then maybe this could have gone well yeah like red was just the bottom level help available uh i also think here um that hunter is really played for a sort of villain of the week here because he hasn't really been an antagonist uh showing up in other episodes um, mm-hmm. And I think that this episode, more than any of them, have done a really good job at making a villain's one-off episode feel like a full arc. Because I feel like I got that here with Hunter. Um, his his uh, his time very much felt like he had had multiple episodes to develop, even though most of his development did just occur. Yeah, we see him as kind of just like a... You know, slimy chud cop at first, and they they absolutely had this arc already planned for him. They definitely hint towards him being, you know, a slimy, dirty cop. I think I would like to suggest that Hunter's beef with the Crowder actually prevents him from being a better criminal when it comes down to it. When we're like working with the cartel, because Hunter doesn't have access to the type of criminal that would be capable of doing something like it's they true, needed man. Red to do. Um, and Red, while he is their bottom tier, is also their only option. Mm-hmm. Right, so, because if he was better at this, he wouldn't be doing this. Like, if he was if he was better I'm at crime, if he, he wouldn't was... be Sheriff Hunter. Mm, no, I'm not okay. saying that, because he might be good at crime and be Sheriff Hunter, because that would be a, a way be better, better combo. Both, for sure. Um, but... If he didn't have such a, like, if he didn't have his big beef with the Crowders, and regardless of how it's justified, because it is justified, um, (laughs) it keeps him from being a better class of criminal because the Crowders run crime in Harlem. Oh, sure. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that I think that this is one of those... um, he can't be someone different because that's who he is. Not in any disagreement with what you're saying, but that if he were a better sheriff, 
he wouldn't be doing this crime work because he would have found Henry Crowder himself. If he yeah. were a better criminal, he wouldn't have to be sheriff to launder his crime through. Yeah. That was what I was saying. It was just okay. that if he wasn't, if he was someone different, he would just be a different guy. Got it. Like yeah. someone else would be Sheriff Hunter and he would be the guy above him. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. That's now, all I'm saying. I don't know if they talked about this, but um, I think, I'm guessing Red is like a runner for his, like his uh, run of the drug business. Yeah. And oh, we, oh, we, I... we know that Hunter's control over the drug trade has been like pretty disastrous um we know yeah it's been bad like boyd, for Marlin. Like in the f- first couple of episodes boyd was talking about you know all the disarray and the drug trades and well not talking about bo yet but we know now that it's because bo was usurped by hunter and the cartel justified is very much in conversation with what happened after the big bust-ups of organized crime rings where it just became gang warfare uh instead of um, like organized crime uh, and, yeah. and in a lot of ways that's a lot more societally disruptive and destructive uh, and, and you know the sort of uh, the punitive policing breeds v- more violent crime breeds more punitive policing yada 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 yeah, and yada. some of those consequences don't even reach Harlan because of you know the the powerhouse families around town Crowders, uh, Bennett's, but, Markham's but then as the show clears away villain after villain it does get worse like it yeah. makes a point of showing that Rayland is not making the world a better place uh the world is getting worse regardless of how many criminals he puts under the ground yeah. um it, he he the I, I think the show is pretty clear that although he may be making an effect around harlan he's not making the world a better place yeah i mean yeah, the marshals are pretty aware of that. The shows, like, pretty and, aware of that. and even, the criminals. Even just this episode, is, like, comments on that because this whole plot comes from the fact that Raylan has made enemies, that Raylan's yeah. violence has brought violence into Harlan that it would not have otherwise had. And kind of, and like Hunter kind of talks about, and I mean, Hunter talks about being at the total end of his rope. These are his last options, and yeah. you know, as Harlan gets worse and worse, we. Like the more desperate criminals and the same criminals, just more desperate hustles. You know, they talk more and more about how it's the only thing they can do to make money at this point. <laughs> Obviously, they can just not do crime, but uh, Boyd, uh, Boyd particularly is used as a symbol for that as yeah. the show rolls on. Um, uh, this reminded me of another one of my favorite line readings uh, during Red and Hunter, or not R- Hunter. Red and uh, Mr. Preacher Man's uh, conversation uh, where he says, what, do you think there's some kind of guild of hitmen? Um, And I just think that Justified would benefit greatly from having a hitman's guild. Uh, That way they could have like a, hey, no contracts out on Raylan Gibbons bylaw. That sounds like something someone part of a hitman's guild would say. Yeah. Well, to cover up that there's a hitman's guild. Actually, I I think you're onto something there, Ryan. Yeah. I I mean, we're... They, he certainly wasn't at a lead. That's Red why I'm so sleepy. <laughs> I was out killing people all night. And on what that voice note, are you doing? Uh, I don't know. The sleepy guy. First, I thought it was. So I thought it was like a Nick Mullen <laughs> voice at first, like or or a Nick Mullen any race voice. Yeah, I thought it was a racist Nick Mullen voice too. Okay, well, I guess this is coming out then. You guys have but anything else you wanted to add to the episode? Hard. 
Huh? The word racist makes it harsh. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> like, I didn't think it felt it was that bad until it came out, but whatever. We'll see in the edit. Yeah. Um, you guys have anything you wanted to add about the episode? I can't remark enough about the pristine pacing of this episode. Yeah, Feels really so fun. quick. No, no lines dragged on, you know, as they really can and justify. And no lives. line wasted either. Yeah, like even with Boyd, the most, the most word wasting, the floweriest in the motherfucker show. in the show. Yeah, if someone finally points it out, like two seasons from now, like I love how you take fifty words to say what ten could. Especially in the conversation with Raylan this episode, he could have very easily just been like, "Look, okay, what if you weren't the person they were shooting?" Yeah, like instead he's like, "Were you in? Were you in Ava's room? Mm -hmm. Were you sleeping with Ava?" Oh, I think now I think this development might be leading me to a newfound conclusion. So yeah, he is a preacher. It absolutely plays with that. Yeah, yeah. when they like, he does some really good preaching, preaching in the show. Yeah, especially next season and like. uh, he has some great politicizing, too. He does. He nice. sparks up some town halls. He does. Nice. Uh, and, oh, another thing. I actually have an anti-line read uh, that I hated, that I thought was really bad, actually. Yeah, well, I think you're <laughs> really bad, and I hate you. You don't even know what the <laughs> read Suggesting there's anything bad about the show, ever? You, you, don't, you don't even know what the line read I was going to pick was. Fuck you. Uh, anyway, the Everything one that I thought... Everything Ian said this episode... The one that I thought was not so great was when Johnny Crowder is talking to... I love that line. <laughs> is talking to Hunter and... That was my favorite line. <laughs> to Raylan. And he says, well, shit, I always wanted to go to bed with her. I thought that one stuck out. Uh, I got See, what they I were was going cons- for, but I didn't. I, th- I thought it came off weird and it could have been written better. You know, you're That's right. I mean, weird. every single line about, like... God, why can't Ava be my like? Yeah, why those can't are always Red? Horrible. But like, Red has one. Red is at least but righteously I, punished for it. But I thought Red's like fit the conversation better. True. Like the, that yeah. Johnny one felt really tacked on to me, and it felt out of place for the conversation they were having. True. Almost forgot another favorite line: "Get your clothes off." Yeah, get your clothes off. He, he sounds like he's doing a Danny McBride bit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Ian, did you want to stay committed to being a big fan of the line where Johnny sexually harasses Ava? That was not me. That was you. Well, I said I didn't. Yeah, like you were. Them. I it's, did you were like its greatest them. defender. No, it's a critical being, support for Johnny's a, essay. You were being a creep apologist at the beginning of the episode, and then Dude, that was like an hour and a half not ago. Back into this. Then you brought up all that. Oh, can you cut shit. it, please? And, can and you now stop you're just this? gonna cut all can this you racist shit, this? make you look better. See, folks, they're gonna edit out you please, all my magic. Are we, can we be done and, here? Leave you with only. Well, the this is the point where the music's usually louder than yeah. the previous. <laughs> so can we cut it off? The Twin Peaks can't the cover three. up the truth. Well, it might not be Twin Peaks this time. It might not. I, I don't well, do the same thing every episode. <laughs> God damn it! Like, Leave it to even the listen to, to make even me fucking sound, listen. Sound bad. Goodbye. Um, I never said hey guys this episode. Boom, boom, boom. You can edit it. Hey guys.